much either. Like you have to hold her the whole time? Okay. Hey. <laughs> so. Welcome to IHOP. <laughs> but, uh. Now we're sitting here talking about how. That's pretty lame. We're 24 and 25, 2018. Yeah. Oh, no, you have to come by my house before we're getting on hanging out there. That's something to show you. I think it'll blow your brain. Micro patients, macro patients, and hating our occupancy. And looking for something more soul fulfilling. Like day in and day out. Like it's James Brown and Diana Ross type soul fulfilling, like Marvin Gaye. Making love to our life. <laughs> like making love to pancakes. We just did. We haven't changed since two thousand eight. Like if you watch those old little videos we yeah. did, we really haven't changed. Hopefully I got a little bit smarter. I started reading books in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since 2008 I learned how to read. <laughs> I was in special reading classes in high school. I was in special reading classes in elementary school. <laughs> I read my first book when I graduated in 2012, I believe. Maybe it was 2014 when I read my first book. See, I had a few like reading my first books, but then... That feeling you get when you read your first book, like independently <laughs> as a human, you know? Yeah, it's like it shows it's like it's like it. this is my choice to read this. Congrats like, to the feeling. Congrats. I'm I'm intellectual. <laughs> this man is a genius. Yeah, this man is me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you is to all the people that have read a book. Yeah, you geniuses. Geniuses out there. I'm Xavier Reckonin. This is Josh Drake. And he's guest starring me on his podcast to work for him. Work for him. He's. I'm, Xavier's gonna be my employee listening uh, to, my, to me talk about him. <laughs> him is a great guy. Him is great. Him, him has always been a nice guy, Xavier. LeBron James. Brown Jane. That's what I work we call him, Brown Jane. No, uh, even though it's kind of weird, but no, we're basically talking, you know, NIHOP, but we're talking about sh- occupations and what we want and and how and how we can financially be fulfilled while letting our occupation fulfill our soul, you know, and our motives. And, because work is so dry, and we just have to do these mundane tasks day in and day out. We do something. I mean, quitting what everything we want, everything we do that is keeping us alive, that we think that we need, and fully, singularly focusing on what we love doing, with intent of it becoming our occupancy. Because if you love what you do, it is living. Because life is work, and being a robot or being a coat hanger doesn't feel too well. Day after day after day after day after day after day, years after years after years after years. No, 
And we've done it so much, we don't know. And we haven't, though. We're so young. Yeah, that's, the same. that's true. We're, we're fortunate for our age. We're at the... Before the time that we are at, still at the time, but we're still young. To make that decision and to full out commit to something that we love doing with the risk of, hey, I might have to sleep in my car. Hey, my girlfriend's going to have to really support me on a different level because this is for our future. Do you want to be laboring at 40 or do you want to be managing a few investments on a beach at 40? And, and two, because of working, a little bit of this is trying to rediscover what we love. Because a lot of that's gotten lost with over the few years we've been so busy. Yeah. What do we love? What is it? You know? We can do anything. We can't do everything. Is something that I keep seeing popping up. and it's That's good. Because we are both entrepreneur-inspired, really. And we've since early age, really. And once you get to a certain age, it's it's not the same. Hanging out with your friends, and we grew up holding each other accountable, making YouTube videos, and collecting cards. And it was easy to focus on that when you have someone that really just points out the best in you and the worst. And the whole intent is to push forward. But nowadays, it's everyone wants to get their own. So it's finding similar ground, but also trusting other people that they want what's best for you as well. Yeah, it's like what people do want around you, you know, and what you're doing. It's like, and sometimes yet you're, you have friends and you love them, and even parents. You just have to tell them no. You have to make space, and they won't understand why. The space has to be made, but you have to do it. Let me give an example. I work at a, a roofing company. A, a, I would say a, a great roofing company, great leadership. <coughs> um, but there's so much invested in my entire family that my, I'm going to say my stepmother, I just got insurance off of her as insurance. I got a car through them. And I have insurance now, I just said. And I get money every week. And I want to quit. I don't want to be there anymore. And I know for a fact I would have to go through my mom. And she would punch me in my face, probably, if I quit this job. And I don't know if it's the best thing to do or not. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why I want to and reasons why I'm there. Um, you have to... We'll have to discuss that another time, but it's going against my mom, going against what people think I should do, because I'm making steady money, but it's not fulfilling at all, and Josh is talking about, I saw him this morning, we run into each other, we always run into each other, perfect timing, I go to church, and I'm actually about to leave church, I pulled up for the first time, I've been to church in a while, and I'm leaving, Josh is right behind my car, and I'm just like, I'm going back in, let's do this. And he was, he already knew it before I even said it. And day in and day out, doesn't like his job either. And it's just becoming the same thing, and there's no progress when there's no room to grow. And uh, it takes up a lot of your time. It's 50, 60 hours of your week. 
40 hours a week focusing on something it needs to be something eventually that you love I would say or you don't mind doing but Josh was saying he needs to find something more what was it soul fulfilling it was it was good it was good because it's an occupation and it's like it, time is an investment and right now for 40 hours a week we're only getting money back and if we were entrepreneurs we would be investing as well as getting money back yeah. because we would be investing in a future but right now the future looks bleak in what we're investing in yeah and being an entrepreneur we both had entrepreneur flings I would say we're not full on we think like it but we're not full on entrepreneurs but anything to fill our schedule that adds value to people and has potential to make money and have potential to give back most and foremost but I don't know that slipped my mind I wasn't sure what I was thinking there Like you have to hold her the whole time? Okay. Hey. <laughs> so. Welcome to IHOP. <laughs> but uh, now we're sitting here talking about how you know, that's pretty lame. We're 24 and 25, 2018. Yeah. Oh. No, you have to come by my house before we're getting on hanging out though. Some to show. I think it'll blow your brain. Micro patience and macro patience and hating our occupancy and looking for something more soul fulfilling. Like day in and day out. Like James Brown and Diana Ross type self-fulfilling like Marvin Gaye making love to our life <laughs> like making love to pancakes we just did we haven't changed since 2008 like if you watch those old little videos we yeah. did we really haven't changed hopefully I got a little bit smarter I started reading books in 2008 <laughs> <laughs> yeah since 2008 I learned how to read <laughs> I was in special reading classes in high school. I was in special reading classes in elementary school. <laughs> I read my first book when I graduated, 2012, I believe. Maybe it was 2014 when I read my first book. See, I had a few, like, reading my first books, but then that feeling you get when you read your first book, like, independently, <laughs> as a human, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, it shows it's, like it's like, this is my choice to read this. Congrats like, to the feeling. I'm, I'm intellectual. <laughs> this man is a genius. Yeah, and this man is me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you is to all the people that have read a book. Yeah. You geniuses. Geniuses out there. Yeah. I'm Xavier Ekinen. This is Josh Drake. And he's guest starring me on his podcast to work for him. Work for him. He's... Xavier's gonna be my employee, listening uh, to my to me talk about him. 
Him is a great guy. Him is great. Him, him has always been a nice guy, Xavier. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> That's what I work with, call him LeBron James. James. No, uh, even though it's kind of weird, but no, we're basically talking, you know, NIHOP, but we're talking about sh- occupations and what we want and and how how we can financially be fulfilled while letting our occupation fulfill our soul, you know, and our motives, and because work is so dry. We just have to do these mundane tasks day in and day out. We do something. I mean, quitting what everything we want, everything we do that is keeping us alive, that we think that we need, and fully, singularly focusing on what we love doing, with intent of it becoming our occupancy. Because if you love what you do, it is living. Because life is work and. Being a robot or being a coat hanger doesn't feel too well day after day after day after day after day after day, years after years after years after years. Yeah, and we've done it so much, we don't know. And we haven't, though. We're so young. Yeah, that's, the same. that's true. We're, we're fortunate for our age. We're at the, before the time that we are at, still at the time, but we're still young. To make that decision and to full out commit to something that we love doing with the risk of, hey, I might have to sleep in my car. Hey, my girlfriend's going to have to really support me on a different level because this is for our future. Do you want to be laboring at 40 or do you want to be managing a few investments on a beach at 40? And... And two, because of working, a little bit of this is trying to rediscover what we love. Because a lot of that's gotten lost with over the few years we've been so busy. Yeah. What do we love? What is it? You know? We can do anything. We can't do everything. Is something that I keep seeing popping up. and it's That's good. Because we are both entrepreneur-inspired, really. And we've... Since an early age, really. And once you get to a certain age, it's it's not the same hanging out with your friends. And we grew up holding each other accountable, making YouTube videos, and collecting cards. And it was easy to focus on that when you have someone that really just points out the best in you and the worst. And the whole intent is to push forward. But nowadays, it's everyone wants to get their own. So it's finding similar ground, but... Also, trusting other people that they want what's best for you as well. Yeah, it's like what people do want around you, you know, and what you're doing. It's like, and sometimes yet you you have friends and you love them, and even parents. You just have to tell them no. You have to make space, and they won't understand why. The space has to be made, but you just have to do it let me give an example I work at a, a roofing company a, a, I would say a, a great roofing company great leadership um, but there's so much invested in my entire family that my I'm gonna say my stepmother 
I just got insurance off of her's insurance. I got a car through them. And I have insurance now, I just said. And I get money every week. And I want to quit. I don't want to be there anymore. And I know for a fact I would have to go through my mom. And she would punch me in my face, probably, if I quit this job. And I don't know if it's the best thing to do or not. Um, and there's a lot of reasons why I want to and reasons why I'm there. Um, you have to, we'll have to discuss that another time. But it's going against my mom, going against what people think I should do because I'm making steady money. But it's not fulfilling at all. And Josh is talking about, he, I saw him this morning, we run into each other. We always run into each other, perfect timing. I go to church and I'm actually about to leave church. I pulled up for the first time I've been to church in a while and I'm leaving. Josh is right behind my car and I'm just like, I'm going back in, let's do this. And he was, he already knew it before I even said it. And day in and day out, doesn't like his job either. And it's just becoming the same thing and there's no progress when there's no room to grow. Or, and uh, it takes up a lot of your time. It's 50, 60 hours of your week. 40 hours a week focusing on something it needs to be something eventually that you love I would say or you don't mind doing but Josh was saying he needs to find something more what was it soul fulfilling it was, it was good it was good because it's an occupation and it's like it, time is an investment and right now for 40 hours a week we're only getting money back and if we were entrepreneurs we would be investing as well as getting money back yeah. because we would be investing in a future. But right now, the future looks bleak in what we're investing in. Yeah, and being an entrepreneur, we both had entrepreneur flings, I would say. We're not full-on. We think like it, but we're not full-on entrepreneurs. But anything to fill our schedule that adds value to people and has potential to make money and have potential to give back most and foremost but I don't know that slipped my mind I wasn't sure what I was thinking there